Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Nice to be back with you all. Yes, absolutely. So earlier, I was telling you, Terry, about a TikTok that I watched. Mm -hmm. And it was a story of the Trump TR. OMP family. Uh, they are a family out of um, Australia. And it was a missing person case that baffled the world. Yeah. I mean, when you were telling me about that, that was. You, you, I, I can kind of just quick pair of, like give you a quick picture of what was going on. Basically this family of five two parents, three adult children ran a berry farm and they, they all disappeared one day <laughs> together and little by little, they trickled back into the home. Like the brother showed back up and the sisters showed back, but all these crazy things happened along the way. Yeah. It just, none of it made any sense. Uh, so they left their homes with no cell phones and no credit cards. They found the some friends got worried and called the police. And the police went and checked on and did like a well check. And they found the doors unlocked. A station wagon was missing. But all the other cars had been left behind. And the keys were still in the ignition. Passports, belongings, everything was still there. And it was like laid out neatly though yeah like piles and piles and piles of financial and business documents however they were neat and in ordered put in order um it was almost a, as if someone had been like going through them searching for something mm-hmm. um but so then so it was this guy named mark his wife jacoba and then they had three adult children uh rihanna mitchell and ella and they were already like by the time the police got there, they were already hundreds of miles into this journey that they were on together. And it would spark one of the most bizarre missing person cases in Australian history. So they were ultimately all located eventually. Well, the one son left the group and then came back home. Correct. Yeah. So, well, they made, well, actually they made the one son, all the phones were left at home except one, and they made him throw that out. Yes, because they were they. The father was saying we could be tracked by that. So in 2017, one of the daughters, Rihanna, she was interviewed by with uh, she had an interview with Woman's Day, and she reported and confirmed that a buildup of stress had led her father to suffering a mental breakdown. And it was so intense that he feared that somebody was after him and it prompted him to flee. But why did the rest of them follow? And why were they unresponsive? I mean, were they? So here's the timeline. Here's the timeline. And I know there are a million like murder mystery and mystery unsolved mystery podcasts out there. And as you can see, this is kind of where ours is going today. It's kind of like that unsolved stuff. Yeah. We talked a lot about this and. We wanted to share it because it was just really Mm -hmm. cool once we started digging in. So here's how the timeline went. It was a Monday, August 29th. The family, they fled their home and they drove towards a city. 
um, about 32 kilometers. I'm not sure what that is in miles. Into the journey, Mitchell, the son, his mobile phone, believed to be the only one brought on the trip, was thrown out the car window. And, you know, they were afraid that it was, could be tracked. The next day, Tuesday, August 30th, rolls around at 7 a.m. Mitchell is frustrated by his parents' paranoia. He abandoned the trip and had tried to head back home. So he began a journey back home through Sydney, Australia. Now, I'm not familiar with the geographics of Australia, but um, a short time after Mitchell fled, the rest of the family arrived near the Blue Mountains where the two sisters, they fled. And then they stole a car and drove back home. But when they got towards home they didn't get all the way there then they went their separate yeah, they ways separated. that that to me is weird so one sister <clears throat> ella continued to drive back to their actually to their hometown while rihanna the other sister was found that afternoon in the back of a stranger's Pickup truck yeah. in which she, she was attempting to steal a ride and the driver said that he'd driven several several kilometers when he felt a kick to the back of the seat. He said, I turned around and saw two legs stretched across the back between my seat and the floor. She was lying on the floor. How crazy would that be? Think about that for a minute. You're driving uh-huh. down the road and you realize somebody's in the car I with you. I check my car. I would. I check my car <clears throat> because not because I think someone's trying to like hitch a ride, but I check my car because of fear of somebody. All, all the movies. We've bring, seen. Being yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, he described Rihanna as being in a catatonic state, which is like the lights were not out. Yeah, nobody's like, home. Hey, 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 you know. Um, she was reportedly unable to provide any personal details or identify where she was. It makes me wonder, like, well, did the dad drug him? I mean, yeah, I mean, because or- he was having like a psychological breakdown. Did he like. Did he drug him or was it trauma? Like, yeah, but what kind of trauma could they have possibly had? I mean, well, the dad, okay, the dad's bolts came loose. So that's not going to make everybody else in the family I, yeah. like be but they incapacitated do. as far as where they can't speak or communicate. However, they do say that sometimes psychosis can like spread. Like if, okay, let's just like say a that, cold. Yeah. Like, listen, like if I was like down in, you know, our basement and saying like, Oh my gosh, like totally losing my mind. So basically the power of suggestion. I guess. Okay. I mean, I don't really know, but, or, or they were drugged or there are theories that because they worked around pesticides and chemicals and mold and things like that with this berry farm that they had, there are theories that maybe they had some exposure to something. But the research you did, they, they, they did conclude that they had testing done and nothing was found. Yeah, I but mean, how would, much testing can they do? Can they test for mold? Like, they're not going to be like, oh, aha, we did a CBC and we found that you have mold in your system. Like, I feel like that take, when they say they had a medical exam, I mean, I would assume they did the basics right. and said, you know what? You look fine to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right. Yeah. Right, right. How much digging are they doing for real? Because sometimes that stuff takes a long, long time. You know, if you have mold in your house or something like, and you're get, continually getting right, ill. Right, but they'll find that in your lungs, though. 
I know, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Right, yeah, we're speculating here. So. Yeah. So, okay. So this chick was in the back of a truck. Now, they, did they keep her when they took her to the hospital? They kept well, then they took her to the hospital. She was treated for stress-related issues. Um, I don't, I mean, then they sent her home. And then the mom and dad were reported missing that afternoon by the family, by the kids. And, okay, so while that's going on, Ella, the first sister, arrives back at home. Now we're on to Wednesday. Mitchell finally gets home. Ella beat him home. Mitchell finally gets home that morning. Um, he had to catch an overnight train. I mean, this this is traumatic. Like, yeah, it's not just like, oh, we took a ride with our parents. It's like, right, right. If my dad pulled up in my driveway and was like, get in, we're fleeing. And I was pleading with him and begging with him and like saying like, we're fine. You know, I mean, who knows? And he got me all the way to like Nebraska and he was like losing his mind. I mean, and then I didn't know what to do and like got stole a car and then got halfway home and then separated. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be right. Yeah. I'd be, you're right. It would be, uh, it's pretty traumatic. Yeah. Very difficult to um, wrap your head around. Okay. So Mitchell arrives at home. Ella's at home. I'm not really sure where Rihanna is at this point, but the police are searching now for the parents in the area that the kids said, this is the last place we saw them. Um, from there, Somehow, the mom, Jacoba, traveled alone while Mark remained behind. She traveled alone on public transportation, but still getting further away from home, not going back at this point. Well, she's probably like, okay, check, please. That night, a young couple experienced a disturbing incident in which they were tailgated by a man in a silver station wagon. When they pulled over, the driver got out of the car and ran towards them before stopping in the middle of the road, staring at them and then walking into a nearby park. It was believed to be Mark. That's creepy. I mean, I got goosebumps. I mean, yeah, creepy. So you go from being paranoid to not being the stalker. Or right. The, or the potential. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. you think someone's following you, but now you're following somebody now else. Now you're going to be the aggressor. Okay. So Thursday, September 1st. So now let's see. Where are we on this timeline? It started on Monday. Now it's Thursday. Okay. In an effort to locate his father, Mitchell appears on Channel 9 News alongside police and telling people he's scared that people are after him. He's not in a good state of mind. This kid's 25 years old. Um, who Mark thought those people were remains unclear. Mitchell simply told the host of today that he couldn't provide a specific explanation for his parents' paranoia and that their extreme behavior shocked him. He said, I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain, but they were just fearing for their lives and they decided to flee. That, wow. I mean, I know just a, that afternoon, what do you do with that? Yeah. so then that afternoon, Jacoba, the mom, was admitted to the hospital after a passerby spotted her wandering around a town in an agitated state. So the doctors at this hospital assessed her and decided she wasn't of good standard. Um, the sergeant that was in charge of this said it was the most bizarre thing he'd come across in three decades of policing. Um, 
Saturday, September 3rd, so now we're almost a week in, Mark was located running along a street that evening. He did a lot of running. He was picked up by police and released to a relative several hours later. He was, as he was driven, driven away, he gave media the middle finger. What? Yeah. In a statement the following week, he, he expressed his regret over the ordeal, but didn't elaborate on what had caused his distress. He said, without reservation, I apologize for the hurt and concern caused by these events. And that's it. That, that's he, it. He left it. So here are the theories. At the time, there was a wild speculation about what prompted the Trump family to flee. Theories ranged from psychosis caused by chemicals used on their red current. So they had a red current berry farm to suggestions that they were running from debt collectors. Both were ruled out and police didn't comment further. But as it was clear, mental ill health played a significant role. Uh, It was clear. So, see, I think the little green men. Uh, one of the most persistent theories to emerge was that the family may have experienced a psychological condition known as madness of two, in which people in close knit relationships experience a shared psychosis. Wow. Rihanna appeared to nod to this in her Women's Day interview. You start thinking the same, she said. You have a few things and they do build up and you can get sick in some way. Her siblings, meanwhile, seemed baffled as those who followed their story. I I struggle with the fact that the kids are, you know, they're adults, okay? Mm-hmm. This, they're not like eight and nine years old to where they're very impressionable. Um, <clears throat> they agreed to go. Well, that's because, I mean, okay, so here's, he... He, this is what Mitchell said. And I'm wondering if he's the old, I think he might've been the oldest. So he said, okay, so Ella, so it sounds like Rihanna, like the girls were kind of like persuaded because it sounds like they're like, yeah, we were kind of starting to believe them. And the girl Ella said, it's very confused, confusing. I still feel confused. She said, I think our state state of mind wasn't the best in the best place. And she said, um, yeah, I can't even really, there's no reason for it. It's bizarre. Yeah, but all of them? But Mitchell said he couldn't explain what had happened either, but he said he didn't share his family's sense of danger when they scrambled into the car. He said, I just had to go with the family because I wanted to see where they were going. So I think he felt like, like he, he needed like to protect them. For him, yeah. He said, I couldn't leave them. But yeah, it was tough to see your family like that. And I've never seen anyone like that. But the main thing is they're okay now. Everyone is safe. Everyone is well. So can we just go back to being the normal family again? That, it, the Trumps have kept a low profile in the nearly three years since. You think? And having have seemingly returned to work and their regular lives. Ella was charged with car theft over the incident. But the charges were ultimately withdrawn with the understanding of the vehicle's owner. Wow. It says if you're struggling with your mental health, you know, available support. Uh, there's a support available well, to you 24 hours a day. Yes, absolutely. But I, yeah, I, or, or call 911. I mean, I just don't know how to. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's like Bermuda Triangle crazy. I mean, as far yeah. as unexplainable. It's it's very strange. Yeah. But you know what? Like, it makes me wonder 
how many people like, well, it makes me wonder how many people feel like they're going crazy and behind their own, like own walls right now. Like, you know, I don't know. Not. I don't know. Like yeah. it makes you wonder what's happening in people's worlds and their lives. Well, um, we, we definitely don't, we hope they're safe as far as that of goes. Of course, yeah. of course. But like, you just, I don't know. You just don't well, know what's happening. Like, isn't it? It's like, I can't remember how the saying actually goes, but there's a thin veil between sanity and insanity, mm-hmm. you know? So. I mean, I don't know. It's creepy. And it's creepy. Because, I mean, no one ultimately really got hurt, you know? No, but that could have ended very badly. Um, oh, sure. You know? Could have not went, you know, that that could have been a mm-hmm. really big mess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, it, and it, it makes you wonder, like, when you do see some of these situations, like, you know, you, you hop on the news and there's a really terrible thing that's happening or something. And it's like, how many days, you know, prior to what ultimately, like, blew it up, well, how many days prior... Think about the state of mind you have to be in. And I'm going to go to the one daughter that hitched a ride in a stranger's vehicle. What is going through your mind to think that that's a good idea? Well, in it. At what? I mean. Right. I mean, what was going through. I, mean, I thought about them stealing a car. Like how scary that yeah, must have been. Yeah, but at least been. you're in control of the car. That's true. You're in control of the car that you steal. You're, you're driving it. I mean, obviously. The, so that factor is taken out of it. But what about, you don't know what, what what's that person going to do when he finds you in the back seat? Is he going to pull a gun? I don't think she, what, that's the thing is that they weren't thinking. Well, of course not. You know, there I weren't mean, in there. They weren't in the, but I'm just saying, yeah, how sane state of mind, how bad does it have to be before you do something like that? That's, yeah. that's wild. I mean, yeah, just, that's the craziest thing. And like, I want to know more about, I mean, I read in another in another article that they, you know, even shut down their business website. Well, because now everybody's taught, like everybody well, wants yeah. to know more and more. And and not know. only that, I mean, I'm sure everybody's a little, for lack of better terms, a little gun shy of, right. you know, maybe doing business with them or, or even being around them and, and not, you know, not knowing what to expect. I mean. Well, here's something that's ironic. I mean. If there was really nobody after them, but then they all of a sudden were in like the news media, you know, they were in the limelight because of this. And now people are like after their story and they want to know more and they know that they know their names and they know about them. It's almost like they're created. Yeah, but that's not helping them with their business. No, I'm saying in a negative way. Yeah. Like now they almost created the reality of now, not that there's somebody after them, but they almost created like, you know, cause you know how like paparazzi and news mm-hmm. are and stuff. And you know, well, this whole thing sounds like a Stephen King movie. Well, like, I, I mean, mean, you know that they, there had to been like paparazzi and photographers and stuff that were hired by news media that were out in their bushes, taking pictures mm-hmm. of them doing normal life after that. And so now your oh, par- yeah. your paranoia like, oh, did I see somebody out of the corner of my eye? And the, now, now they're there. Right. So that's what's kind of ironic about the whole thing. Now I'm not going to sleep ever uh, again. 
creepy. Yeah. I mean, I am the girl that like runs up the stairs. If. <laughs> so what do you think listeners, anybody out there have something that they could share that is unexplainable? I mean, yeah. You know, I know we talked about this, but I mean, I've always, I'm always intrigued about things like that. You know, even UFOs and, you know, everybody goes, oh, it's a bunch of hooey. I, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I don't know. I I love all that stuff. So um, I can't remember where I saw this article or where I re- read it or something, but there was some. And I'm going to need to like actually find it and then we can talk about it um, for real. But there was something where three kids were at some kind of like summer camp, little kids, and they all three reported seeing like having like a UFO sighting experience Mm -hmm. and they were like drawing pictures of what they saw. And it was like, and they weren't old enough to be, to know that they could like, you know, spin a tail. Right. Um, So yeah, lots of crazy stuff. Yeah. We'd love to hear too. Like what have you had going on? What is, what's up? Yeah. What do you have? We want to hear it. Yep. You can find us, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all the fun things, TikTok, uh, and of course at nostagelights.com. So join in the conversation there. We'd love to hear from you, but we're going to sign out out of here. I'm Janelle Carter. I'm Terry Carter. You have a great day. Yes. Blinking.